in this episode, we continue our conversation with Sai Wakeman. You heard how much value she dropped in Wednesday's episode. And if you haven't, make sure you go and listen to part one of this series because it is going to be phenomenal in this episode. So are you ready? Because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we continue our conversation with Cy Wakeman. Cy uh, dropped so much value in Wednesday's episode that, quite honestly, I don't want to beat around the bush here. I want to jump right into this second half, but make sure that if you haven't already, you go and listen to the first half because that's going to give you a lot of the context of what we are discussing here today. So without further ado, here is the second half of my conversation with Cy Wakeman. Okay, Cy. So I have two questions and uh, just to, to make sure that we hit both of them, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and ask them one at a time and, and sort of get the answers independently. Um, so sure. the first is this form of leadership do you think that it uh, it has any adverse effects of of maybe your employees not feeling as emotionally invested in either your success or or the business's success because they they don't have the maybe don't have the space to vent and feel the things that they feel and and if so is that necessarily a bad thing right so in the beginning um, people whose ego is really accustomed to venting they may feel a little unfulfilled it's a little bit of a addiction to break right but what I try and do with just a lot of love and support is help them understand that most of what they're venting about didn't happen they made that story up so a feeling is one sentence I'm frustrated with Greg okay that's just one sentence. Anything after that's venting because Greg didn't give me the information I needed. He does this on purpose. He's always doing this. He's trying to get ahead. He's not a team player. Any of that I made up. You know, he does this on purpose. Can I know that to be true? No, he always does this. Well, that's not true. He's not a team player. You know, all that stuff I made up. And so what happens is people may feel like vindicated that they got to dog somebody, but they don't feel the pleasure of having impact. And so what I give them as a leader that engages them completely is when they start to see that moving into self-reflection and self-referral, they get to ask them, the expert on their being, and they get to use their highest self. And we all feel like a million bucks when we just operated at our highest level of consciousness. If you think about it, it's like, after maybe you vented about someone you love and you've got a lot of sympathy, it doesn't feel that great. But if you started to vent and somebody said, you know, gosh, what's your lesson in this? And how could you use this as a, a lesson to move differently in the world? We get involved in our own growth and we get excited and we realize that we're not victims any longer. And managers who let people vent, leave them believing that at the mercy of their circumstances, that they're victims. Mm-hmm. And over time, 
we breed contempt. But if I lovingly can just help you understand that you never have to be a victim of your circumstance, that you always can have impact, that everything is a lesson, that the universe has your back, that reality is not as harsh as you think it is, that your suffering is from your story, not from your reality, then you get this incredible freedom where you can go, what do you mean? If I drop my story, I can just be happy. And I'm like, yeah, reality is pretty groovy. If you drop your story, you could be happy. Happiness is right next to you. You just need to drop your story and pick it up. When you work with people, they get super engaged because they really get that they can be happy and have impact at any moment, which is the ultimate freedom. But it takes a leader to stop telling because the power of a leader is what we get people thinking about and self-reflecting on, not what we tell people. So uh, there's something you said in there that is mind blowing to me almost. So it, it almost seems like by not taking on leadership with this approach, uh, you're doing your people a disservice because outside of everything else, outside of the the hours loss, outside of profits loss, so on and so forth, like you're leaving them in that state of, I don't have control over my life and over the the space that I'm in. And, and that's a terrible place to be in. And we confuse, like, you know, you're part of, I have eight sons, I have sons your age. The younger generation, you know, is asking for a lot, but it's not about asking for external gifts. They're asking for impact. The young, we all want to have impact, but I think right. the most misunderstood is this, you know, people say the millennials, which are far older than you, but the next generation, people are like, oh, they just want quick fixes and impact. And I don't believe that. I, I mean, I believe they want impact, but I believe they aren't asking us to gift it to them. I think the call for modern leadership is to get people learning good mental processes so that they can feel like they can be skillful in the current reality. So most traditional leadership is like fix my reality. And that's what they think people are asking for. And it's not. It is to help people grow in their skill set so they can move through the current reality more skillfully. And, you know, that's an incredible feeling when you can work with your people and you can see that they have a better skill set. They can move through their current reality. They have like it's being bulletproof or getting their immune system built up where they can wander the world freely because they have these great mental processes. Otherwise, I need to always be there to make sure other departments do what they promised and that we have enough money and that we have, you know, all this stuff. We have skim milk on tap in the break room. It's like instead of me trying to perfect people's circumstances, we as leaders can teach them how to live successfully in their circumstances. And that's the ultimate freedom. Absolutely. And all of those perks, like whether it's it's ping pong tables or game room or, or soy milk or, or whatever it is, anybody of, of any age eventually adjusts to that as the reality and it's no longer a special thing. And so that's not going to necessarily win people for the long term. It's it's being a, a strong leader that allows them to grow as a professional and, and gives them the ability to recognize that they are in control and have choice and, and are there because they're choosing to be there. Absolutely. And in fact, in the my newest book, No Ego, I talk about engagement without accountability creates entitlement. And, you know, I love to, to create what people might find as an engaging workplace, but your happiness isn't correlated to your circumstances. It's correlated to the amount of accountability you take for your circumstances. You know, Sean Aker has proved that along with many other people in their work on happiness. 
And the current leadership model is all about how can I fix your circumstances to buy your love and get you happy? And it's such a ripoff to people because I want to teach them sustainable happiness, which is personal accountability, which I can as a leader foster through self-reflection. Um, but most leaders collude. People come in and they go, you know, marketing stinks. They miss a deadline. They don't give us anything we need. And most leaders collude. They go, I know it's impossible. Marketing never supports us. Um, I'm so sorry this happened to you, but I don't know what else we can do. We just got to live through it because marketing sucks. If you empathize with somebody instead of sympathize, when they come in, it's like marketing stinks. And, and I go, you know, it seems like in your reality right now, marketing isn't delivering what you had hoped. So what can you do to impact that situation? Like I empathize, I get your suffering, but I call you to greatness so that you can learn to go have impact. Mm-hmm. Colluding feels good for a minute, but great leaders empathize, not sympathize, and they have impact. And I talk a lot about a lot of these concepts um, when people follow me on social media at Cy Wakeman, whether it's Facebook, I, you know, Instagram, wherever, we put out so much content on just helping people rethink a more modern way to lead that I think is going to be more engaging for people in the long run to answer your first question. I know my team is really engaged and the clients I work with find their engagement scores really go up. But the same behavior won't please the high accountable and low accountable at the same time. Mm-hmm. So my philosophy is that you know, you'll always be pissing off somebody. Make sure you're ticking off the right people. Right, right. So then on to the second question. So in this version of leadership, uh, one of the things that I hear often as a, a millennial and as a young person, and as I research on how to be a better leader, uh, is that you really should be aiming to be a leader no matter what your title is, right? Absolutely. Um, so, so what role does this version of leadership play in, let's say, the entry level employee. So everything I teach leaders to help other people learn for a good mental process can then be adopted by the individual as their own good mental process. And they almost don't ever even need a leader because you know, I talk about the shadow of a leader, you know, the shadow you leave, the length of your shadow being if people use your work um, and what you taught them, even when you're not there. So, you know, if I'm giving you assignments for self-reflection, like to me, then you quit coming to me and just do the assignment for self-reflection. I'll give you an example. My sons know my work. And when they are, you know, in a place they're like, you know, why doesn't anybody tell me anything? Or why does my teacher always play favorites? Or I teach them that a better mental process is to go, what can I do to impact the way my teacher treats me? And one time my son came home from school and he was like, mom, I have a question for you. He says, why does my teacher always assume I'm like my brother, Henry? And I didn't say a word. And he goes, oh, I know. What can I do to show my teacher I'm different? Three things. I can sit up front. I can talk with them. I can be really well behaved in class. Thanks, mom. And he left. I never said a word. And he worked through that mental process by himself. And that's what is so great about reality-based leadership as a philosophy and these no ego moments is what I teach you as a leader, you can sustain just as a happy human being who does great work. And so I actually wrote a book that we haven't mentioned yet called Reality-Based Rules of the Workplace. And it was written to the employee on how to add more value 
at work and how to limit your drama quotient, your freak out factor, your hassle factor. So how to you know perform and stay ready for what's next, but how to really mind your drama quotient and, mm. and to do that through some of these good practices. A quick word from our sponsor today, uh, FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the simplest solution for invoicing and getting paid as a freelancer, solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business, basically anyone who works for themselves, works in the gig economy, works on the side with a side hustle. FreshBooks is the best way to uh, keep track of all of your stuff, uh, make sure you're getting paid on time, and send those invoices out. Um, and, and one of the reasons I love FreshBooks, because this is one of those products that I've used myself and continue to use and will be relying on come tax season. Um, one of the reasons I love them is because the nature of work is changing. Uh, we currently live in a world where it is easier than ever to make a side income. It is easier than ever to make a, f- a full-time income uh, right from the comfort of your own home. The world is not uh, created for us, the people who dream and want to build something. The world is not there to serve us. And, and so uh, we need to utilize the tools that are designed to make our lives easier because those are the tools that were fast enough once this sea change started to happen and realized what was coming. And so they built something specifically for us. That is why I love FreshBooks so much. And they're currently rebranding. They're, they're changing things to make it even easier. So the all new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. You can create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. You can set up online payments with just a couple of clicks and you can get paid up to four days faster. And finally, and this is the cool thing, you can see when your client has seen the invoice and put an end to the guessing game. Do you know how many times I have to follow up with uh, sponsors or clients or, or students or whomever it is that I'm, I'm billing to say, oh, did did you get did you get the invoice? Like, I, you haven't paid it yet. It's been two months. Have you have you seen? I don't have to do that anymore with FreshBooks. FreshBooks allows me to see. Okay, they did see it or they didn't see it, and remove the guessing game. It allows me to alter the way I approach them, and and there's just no more confusion. Uh, so that's why I partnered with them to get you a 30 day unrestricted free trial. And here's how you claim it. Go to freshbooks.com slash tiny and enter tiny leaps, big changes in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash tiny and enter tiny leaps, big changes in the how did you hear about us section. So uh, something that you've brought up uh multiple times and, and uh, sort of dug into a little bit earlier, but I want to make sure we revisit it because it's it's so in line with uh, what I try to talk about on this show. And, and we are coming to the end. So so I want to make sure we, we touch on it is this idea of creating good mental processes in order to eliminate emotional waste. So, so I call these uh, sort of my personal philosophies around life. So for this show, at the end of every episode, I, I leave my listeners with the phrase, Remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. And and that is my personal philosophy of of being 1% better and, and trying to improve in those six areas just a little bit each day with the knowledge that that will compound over time. What has been your 
approach, whether it's for yourself, your kids, your clients, uh, to developing and maintaining those those good mental processes? Well, gosh, that's a, a big question for a small leap. Um, I think self anything you can do to um, enable self-reflection. And so I provide a lot of assignments for self-reflection um, that bypass that ego. And I'll give you an example of one. I think your listeners will help. So when I'm like ticked off at somebody, I usually have a list of advice for them. If I wrote it down, it would like, they need to be open-minded and they need to do this. And I could write down 20 things that person my ego is blaming needs to do. And my best tip is I take that list and instead of giving it to the person, I take the advice I have for them and I put it into practice myself one by one. I will be open-minded. I will be better about giving people. It's like, if it's so easy, I'll go first. And it just really helps with humility and compassion. And I realize how hard it is when I'm asking people to do to be so perfect and how imperfect I am. And there's just these little assignments for self-reflection that get you out of ego and back into your humanness and working on yourself and improving yourself. And I guess that's one of the things I would leave people with, how I maintain it. Definitely lots of work on self-reflection. I'm a meditator. I do TM as well, but that's how I keep working it. I actually love that. Uh, it reminds me of uh, something I read a while back that I, I wish I could remember, but I'll try to find it and link in the show notes um, that essentially the things you you dislike or find frustrating or annoying about somebody else are actually sort of reflections on on qualities of yourself that you're maybe not happy with. So true. Otherwise, they wouldn't hook your ego, right? Yeah. Um, or absolutely. things you haven't set boundaries around. There's some things that people exhibit that maybe aren't part of you, but they do have a lesson in there for you know the boundary you didn't set or the if it really gets you out of neutrality, um, you have a problem. So I really notice during the day when I'm in and out of neutrality because that shows me where my ego got hooked. And when I have a lot of feelings or reactions to something, it's probably the story I made up or a place my ego got hooked is to pay attention to. It's a good alarm clock going off to pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've just got four quick questions for you. Uh, number one, who is this book for? The No Ego book is for, I wrote it for leaders and HR and, and other people, but I would tell you it's been out a week and I am getting so many, I mean, hundreds of emails saying this helped me in my, my relationship. This helped me. So I guess going back to your comment that everybody's a leader, there are so many people finding this book useful. Love that. What is the one thing someone should take away? What was your intention? My intention is that most of what we believe about leadership and that we're practicing today is actually fueling drama and increasing emotional expense, not diffusing it. And we've got to make some big changes. What is the smallest thing we can do in this area to make a change? Self-reflection, personal curiosity. When you think somebody else is your issue, step back and ask yourself, what's my part in this? What could I do to have impact? How could I be great here? How could I change this energy flow from why we can't to how we could? Just that, that personal curiosity will set you free. And then finally, 
where can we buy the book and what's the best place to connect with you? Awesome. You can buy the book any retailer. We love our independent bookstores. We also love our online retailers. It's called No Ego. You can connect with me. I have my own podcast, No Ego. I'm just starting out. I'm not uh, where you are, Greg. Um, but we've got about 12 um, episodes up and anywhere on social media, we are prolific. I work with Gary Vaynerchuk's team and we put out just a lot of video vlogs, content, memes, any anything. So Facebook's a big one and uh, Instagram and LinkedIn. We'd love to connect with you. Love it. Sai, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. I really appreciate everything that you shared. Um, and, and I know for a fact that plenty of people got a ton of value out of this. So I'm looking forward to uh, reading the book myself because I think I could benefit. And I'm looking forward to, to having a discussion about it in our private Facebook community. Uh, again, thank you. Is there anything else you want to say that maybe you didn't get a chance to? Uh, the only thing I would add is this isn't about any of us being broken or or in need of help. We all have this human condition. It's just we need to gain awareness so that we have some choice around it. That's awesome. That, that's a really great uh, point to end on. Again, Sai, thank you so much. The book is called No Ego. I highly, highly recommend that you pick it up on Amazon. Uh, I've learned a lot just from this convo, so I know I will from the book as well. Um, and if you're running or doing chores or something right now, uh, easiest thing that you can do, just go listen to the podcast, No Ego. That's the easiest switch you can make. Uh, so Sai, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.